What up, y'all? Welcome to the Gunslinger Gaming Frosty Pints Podcast. I'm Gobi, and with me tonight is Baby Boy and Zero Burn. How you all doing tonight? Good, sir. Good. Yep, not bad. Sick, but not bad besides that. <laughs> uh, so, how, how was the holidays? Good, bad, indifferent? Can't really sure. complain. Five-day yeah. marathon? <laughs> Yeah, yeah, got uh, the little one, you know, got everything she wanted, so everybody was happy. Nice. Yeah, it was it was a special year for me. I got I got to have all four of my kids on Christmas morning, so that was that was pretty neat. Um, the rest of the week was kind of a pain in the ass, but we won't get into that. Uh, but uh, Christmas morning was pretty awesome, and uh, the kids really had fun, so that really made the day. Yeah, when they have fun, it, it makes everything else better. No joke. Plus, I didn't have to see any in-laws or anything like that. So, <laughs> fucking was awesome. That <sighs> does make things better. <laughs> I have no problem with mine, so. <laughs> uh, some people don't. I just, uh, we won't, well, we won't get into that. Well, okay, well, also, I've I've known my wife since I was 12 years old. So. Okay. That, that's a little different story there, buddy. <laughs> yeah, so I've known them since I was a kid. So, so you you guys are like high school sweethearts. Pretty much. Like, I literally met her in the sixth grade. Not even joking. Uh, that's pretty awesome. I got my gamer tag in the sixth grade. <laughs> I actually, my gamer tag came from one of my friends in high school. He, um, I used to really like the song with Sean Paul and Beyonce Baby Boy. Because I'm a huge Sean Paul fan. And then I like the movie Baby Boy. And then there was a state property movie, which had a baby boy in it. So everything I watched and listened to was Baby Boy. So my, my friend just started calling me Baby Boy. And it kind of just stuck. You know, that's the thing about great gamer tags, man. They just happened by accident. And they yeah. just stick. Oh, no, mine wasn't an accident. I watched the movie Hackers and was like, that's it. That's how I'm, that's what I'm going with. That's usually the second way too, yeah. <laughs> oh, Hackers is, is such a great and iconic movie. I, I loved it. Um, of course, not just because Angelina was Jolie was in leather. That definitely helped. Not gonna lie. Hot. Hot. <laughs> uh, speaking of oldies, uh, so this is the last Gunslinger Gaming podcast of 2019. Of the and decade. Of decade. Uh, now, I think between the three of us, I've been a gunslinger longer than all you guys have been here since 2013, I believe, is when I joined. Um, so I've been here most of the decade and seen it change from then to now. Um, well, baby, well, you're pretty recent, right? You, you've been no, I've actually been around. Years. I think it's like yeah, like. Five years, I would say, something like that. I've been around for a while, longer than I thought. Zero, how long? Yeah, have you been I, here? the thing is, I I kind of ghost a lot. I just watch <laughs> this stuff, and then every once in a while, I'm like, "Hey, how you guys doing?" <laughs> so, how many of y'all remember Chad Ango? Oh my god! <laughs> <laughs> oh, I remember. I still remember logging in for the first time. It was uh, August 23rd, 2013. Um, I was looking for people to play Warframe and uh, Battlefield 3 with. 
and I ended up meeting Sosink and uh, Sarge and obviously uh, McMurphy and some other stuff, but I ended up playing a lot of Rust on a Gunslinger server that Sarge paid for and so sick, so sick ran. Um, and then shortly after that, I started running a Arma 3 server. I built it, I ran the map, all that stuff. And so sick was actually the admin. He helped me out with it and stuff like that. And uh, we had a lot of crazy ass times in Arma 3 on those missions i was a brutal fucking asshole you can ask anybody <laughs> i was mean when i made that fucking mission it was awesome and i had a giant orange helicopter because yeah i'm actually that was one of my first even though i never played armor that was one of my first experiences meeting you is hearing you talk about armor left and right on the website oh <laughs> uh, yeah, I was, uh, well, I got over a thousand hours in the game. I actually still dabble playing, playing it, making missions and whatnot. Um, it's one of those games that it's been around for almost a decade now. I think it came out originally in 2011. It was in beta or alpha, or maybe it was 2012. Um, and seeing what it has grown into today is just amazing. It is a great game because you can make it anything you want it to be pretty much. I mean, I have played Halo um, with the whole, you know, the, the drop ships and stuff that they had. The Warthogs were in it. Um, of course, that got, that mod got a uh, cease and desist order. Go figure. What? <laughs> oh, they were protecting yeah. one of the only three properties that they have? What? <laughs> yeah, uh, I played some Star Wars in there too. Um, yeah, it's just been crazy watching, like, even the forms change from 2013 to now. Uh, what about you, Zero? Like, how do you remember Chadango and is it Ventrilo? Can you remember? Uh, I was not in the, I was not actually in the clan when Ventrilo was going on. Uh, Chadango was um, something that was spoken about when I first joined. Uh, but I didn't really get to experience it. But I've been around since year one of Destiny One, so we're talking we're talking a good six years, five six years. Um, you know, all of the guys that that I used to roll with are no are not even part of the clan anymore. Um, so I've I've been able to outlast. The people who got me in. So, yeah. I mean, huge shout out to Sosick. He's uh, one of the guys who kind of took me under his wing. He was actually a leader. Um, he was one of the only PC leaders back in the day, and uh, he was the one who nominated me for leadership and stuff like that. And uh, since then, he's kind of tapered off. But he did start his own company and stuff like that. He's been successful in doing that, and now he's uh, doing some work with some other streamers and stuff with. Uh, atlas a game on steam it's kind of like sea of thieves um so i mean we all kind of grow and some of us fall off and some of us stick around i mean i've been pretty constant for years i mean it's yeah like, like i said for me so you know i'm i look at the chat it's just i go through my times where i just don't feel like typing but i'll read to see how everybody's doing all that stuff so like um 
But yeah, I, I think I joined up around the time pretty much when Xbox One, shortly after Xbox One launched, because I hadn't really played um, the 360 by the end. And, you know, I fell off of the Xbox like that. So when I came back, I didn't have the group I played with. So I wanted to play with a couple of people. And I was looking online to see who I could team up with. And I saw one for, you know, adult gamers, you know, don't have to worry about little kids running around yelling at you. I was like, this sounds good. Let's try this. Yeah. And so that was around the Xbox One. Yeah. I, I met, you know, when I first started, I think the, what really kept me going for as long as I've been staying around was literally the first time I think it was um hireling. I w- I saw him online on a Battlefield four, I think it was. And I was like, um you know, hey you mind if I jump in? Never met him. It just said on the website, just you know, con put yourself out there and, and people will <laughs> will invite you. So I did that. I was like, hey Mind if I jump in? He's like, yeah, sure, come on. And I played with a bunch of people that I never met at the time, just all started talking to me like I was in it forever. So I was like, all right, I'm sticking around. I actually started out on Xbox 2 uh, way back in the day when I um, started out. It was Xbox 360, and uh, I just built rebuilt my uh, gaming PC, and uh, I was doing the Warframe Alpha, but my big game was Battlefield 3, and... I remember playing Battlefield 3 with, like, Dunk and, oh, God, I can't even remember who else. Uh, but yeah, Probably Hireling, because Hireling, that's all he played, man. <laughs> oh, yeah, I think he was he was one of the guys, too. Like, we had some crazy matches, and it was just good times. Um, you know, and then I moved to PC, and I started going more into PvE games and stuff like that. And, you know, um, when The Division came out, we had such a good time with that. There were so many people playing it and a lot of good games there too. And it's made lifelong friends. Um, Lamp, who's actually a PS4 guy. Um, I haven't heard from him for a while, so I hope he's doing good. Um, but for years, he would remember my kids' birthday and give hmm. my kids a shout-out on their birthday every year. And... So it was kind of cool because they would get to they would get birthday wishes from Germany, and they would go to school, and that was their highlight. They'd be like, "Oh yeah, I have friends in Germany that wish me happy birthday <laughs> and stuff." Wow, and, uh, I, yeah, I haven't talked to him in a while, man. And uh, so then we'd always return the favor, you know. I'd always get my kids together, and they'd like sing happy birthday or whatever to um, his son, who has ended up um, had a birthday pretty much roughly the same time. So when my daughter's birthday, my birthday, his son's birthday, and then my son's birthday. And so we had this like back and forth every year at that time. And it was just super neat for the kids. Um, you know, obviously Lamp and I played a lot of Arma 3 together because he was also a PC guy too. Uh, but yeah, it's crazy. I Lifelong friends, um, Doc, and Omega, and Leet. I mean, I've known those guys for years. They're not with us tonight because they're... Uh, doing a D&D podcast, I think, or a D&D game. Um, but, yeah, I would have never met any of these guys without Gunslingers, and it's been pretty amazing, I have to say. I mean... Yeah, I mean, I can, I can honestly say that I've I've made a lot of 
really good friends, people who I know I can go to, who I can talk to through, um, you know, through whatever. Um, the guys who I joined the clan because of um, were guys that I worked with. And it was, uh, he was just one day just straight up was like, dude, you've got destiny. We, we play together anyway. Why don't you do this? Sent me the link for the old website. Yep. <laughs> and was like, you know, join here. And just, you know, in the five years that I've been here, the, the growth that I've seen, um, you know, going from being just a, a grunt to being in leadership has has been amazing for me. Yeah, it's it's interesting. Uh, you know, Baby Boy is the only member um, we got here. The other two of us are leaders. Um, I tried, okay, I tried, but then again, I play like every single freaking system. So, <laughs> yeah, it's it's tough. I mean, I donate a lot of time. I mean, don't get me wrong, I love it. Um, I love doing all that stuff. It kind of gives me a uh, release from reality. I mean. My life's been pretty chaotic over the last decade, so having, you know, Gunslingers is a place where I can go, and it's just about gaming, and it's really like a family, like, people there care, um, and they listen, and, you know, they love to talk shop, um, you know, and there's always those great funny stories of meeting new people and stuff, like, uh, one of the guys that I probably played with more than anybody else at this point, Necro, who I had actually invited to play or come to the podcast tonight. Uh, unfortunately, he doesn't have internet because there's a snowstorm hitting northern Wisconsin right now and knocked his yeah. internet out. Um, but the funny thing with him is we were playing, I don't remember what game we were playing at this point, and I remember saying, oh, that's fucking gay. And <laughs> nobody says a word, and all of a sudden Necro goes, I'm gay. <laughs> I'm like, fuck! Like, insert foot into mouth and choke on it. <laughs> and uh, you know, it, he never took it serious or anything like that. You know, uh, and we've been great friends ever since. I mean, and it just yeah, he's uh, very cool about it. Like, I remember the first time I found out was <laughs> we were we were talking about music, and I I'm a huge Eminem fan. Like, that's my favorite artist of all time. And then he told me his, and he didn't specifically say it, but then he told me later on, like, casually. I was like, yeah, dude, I figured that. I mean, it's fine. I don't care. <laughs> uh, no, and it, it was actually great. I mean, it was a huge life-learning experience for me, too. Like, I mean, I'd known other gay people, but, like, he's the first gay guy that I've ever really, like, befriended. And it really, like... It was a great life experience, and I got to thank Gunslinger Gaming for it, too. I mean, it's just one of those things. Yeah, I have family members who are, so to me, it's like, it was nothing. Yeah, I mean, but... and the craziest part is, he is probably the closest Gunslinger to me. He lives about three and a half hours away um, from me. When he lived in Minnesota, and then when he moved to Wisconsin, too, he stayed about three and a half hours away from me. Um, GT Deering, another uh, gunslinger gaming, he's from Missouri. He's uh, pretty close to some family members down there. 
Yeah, another great guy that I would have never met um, without gunslingers. And it's, you know, it's crazy. I think I have more friends now because of gunslinger gaming than I do because of, like, real-life connections. Like, the guys and girls that are on the site are just amazing people. And it's, I'm so lucky to know them. And I'm very humbled to be a leader for them. Like, it's been an amazing experience. And, you know, I just kind of, I do this podcast to say thanks to them too because it's for those guys. It's for Gunslinger Gaming. I mean, so. Don't cry. It's okay. Yeah, seriously. (laughs) Uh, In the new year, like with tears and stuff. Right. Well, let's. We can move on to some gaming stuff. Uh, winter sales. I mean, they are all over the place. Have you... Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, so, baby boy, uh, how much money you spend? I've been good. I got. <laughs> I got a, well, yeah, I've got a fifty-dollar card from the missus, and I used almost all of it. I I've been using those Steam sales very well. I got four games, and. I, I think I told you when I first got it, I've been preparing for this moment for years, okay? <laughs> I've been getting those $2 Steam sales for years. I have a, a, a backlog already before I even had a computer. Hey, that is <laughs> not a bad thing to have, buddy. Like, Nope. As my, my cousin, who's a PC gamer, I asked him, so how many games you have? Because I was like, oh, maybe we could, you know, I'll log into yours and play whatever. It's like, I have like four like, how do you have a four and you're a PC gamer? It's like, I don't even have a PC and I have like 40. <laughs> <laughs> how is this possible? Oh, yeah. Um, it's crazy. You know, and what's funny is uh, I've been using more uh, GOG, which is actually owned by CD Projekt Red, who, yep. if you don't know, they're the <laughs> makers of the Witcher series and um, that's that weird game that's coming out in April. I think it's called Cyberpunk 2077. Oh, <laughs> uh, yeah, and I wasn't excited for it until Witcher became, like, my second favorite game of all time, and now I'm kind of excited. Yeah, um, and then this last year, they did something awesome, and they put out GOG Galaxy 2.0, and it has been amazing. I use it as my go-to launcher. I don't even hardly open up Steam anymore or Origin or Uplay. Like, I open up G- GOG Galaxy, and I click on the game, and I click fucking play, and the game just opens and plays. And it's simple. It's easy. I can see what all my friends are playing on the other side. It doesn't matter what system they're on. I can't message them yet, but they're working on it. So, I mean... That's why you have Discord. Right. I mean, and I'm always here. Like, I, I think I live here. No, I have to try that more then because I, I have Steam, I, I which we're going to talk about Game Pass. I have that. So, like, I have I have a backlog as of now. I only got it a couple days ago. I have a backlog, but I'm excited, oh. and I have to try GOG more. Because I do have – um, do I have – I think I have one game on there that they gave out free at one point or something like that. Oh, there's another game for free, too. Um, a while back, they gave Wasteland 2 for free. Um, and now they got another one. It's Tower of Light or something like that. It's free for the next 48 hours, probably less than that. Oh, yeah, I meant to do. Yeah, I meant to get that. I forgot to get that. I know Um, they were giving away on, um, Epic. They gave away, uh, Hell Neighbor today, which, eh. Yeah. Free! Actually, not a bad game. Uh, Well, 
Either way, I download it because I'm I'm not one to complain. It's a free game. They don't have to give it to me anyways, so. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, that's... Epic gets a lot of hate, and I get it. I understand some of the hate, but, you know, they're really trying. I mean, some of the free games they give out aren't great, but they're pretty good. I got, uh, well back, I got Jorturn or something like that. I can't... It's a North mythology game, um, which is pretty neat because uh, my son is named Loki after the North uh, hmm. God. Um, I come from Norwegian heritage and stuff. Yeah, I was. He was my favorite god growing up. Um, I used to listen to North fairy tales and stuff like that um, as bedtime stories because uh, of my mom's heritage and stuff. And so I always said, if I ever have a son, I'm gonna name him Loki. Because I know how mischievous I was, and they always say your kids are worse than you are. <laughs> I can, I can testify that. I can verify that it's it's the fucking God's honest truth, and I feel sorry for everybody. And I'm just gonna apologize now, because he's gonna be a little hellion when he grows up. I know it. He knows it, and everybody else should know it too. Mm. But uh, yeah, I saw like on Xbox and PS4. They got some pretty good deals on the new Call of Duty, Modern Warfare. Um, other than that, oh, I didn't speaking really of... see like a whole lot of great sales. Well, I, I, I saw yeah. one. I didn't jump on it, but it's, it's not on digital. But I don't know if it's still available. If anybody wants to go on right now, check it, depending when this goes up. Amazon, I think Target, have Star Wars Jedi Fallen Order for like $33. Oh, that's that is a great deal. I mean, I so it's like forty five or forty three digitally. Yeah, there. I saw that today. I was like, oh, but I've been trying. I'm kind of holding out because I'm kind of waiting for it to go on Origin Access, or um, if it doesn't go on there, at least waiting until it's thirty on PC so I could play elsewhere. <laughs> Do you have Origin Access as well? I haven't yet. I'm actually. I was going to get it. Um. Because the wifey, when uh, I was talking about maybe getting it, and she's like, how much does it cost? I was like, no, wait, wait, hold on for now. Because we, I wanted to make sure I had the internet thingy down pat. Now that I have the hotspot, it would be perfect. But I thought about getting the premium one because that's $100 a year, but you could play every game at launch and everything. That's and, uh, If you're going to go that route, that's probably not a bad route. I mean... They have a lot of great games. Um, the Battlefield series are pretty much, I know people are going to hate me for this, are pretty much worthless on the Game Pass, <laughs> on Origin Game Pass, because uh, nobody plays the older ones. Like, you know, For me, the, the reason why I, I personally held that was I don't, like, I do like EA games, but right now the only one that I don't have that I super want is Star Wars. So I feel like I could hold out for thirty dollars or for it to be on the basic one for thirty dollars for the year. That's or why I didn't go the hundred route. You wait another three months to the Steam summer sale and it'll yep. be like thirty bucks and you can pick it up for cheaper than that and, and then guess who's getting it then? This guy. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Well uh, if my if my car wasn't going into the shop on Thursday, I would be buying few games on steam myself but oh, but yeah counterpoint that's, that's right uh zero just joined the dark side as well see so counterpoint you buy the games and you don't have to a car to go anywhere so you can play the games <laughs> <laughs> see? 
but then, the then I, but then I also don't have a job to buy. So you can play even longer. So, <laughs> yeah, um, I enjoy my marriage. Can I just say that? He's a, he's a smart man. He's a smart man. To Zero's wife, you're, you're a lucky woman. She'll understand. <laughs> oh, Tell her man. you'll take care of the household stuff. That's all. <laughs> oh, being a, being a single dad, dude, and having to go to work and do all the house chores and stuff like that. Zero, keep your job. Yeah. No, I mean, I don't mind some of the stuff. I, I don't. I just... There's some stuff yeah. I'm like, nah, I can't. I'm, I don't do laundry because I know everything will come out pink. So I'm like, like, you, you do that. <laughs> like, you do that stuff. At least, at least you're honest about it. I, I know 100% I'm shrinking something or I'm turning everything pink. Guaranteed. <laughs> well, so I'm like, babe, you do that. <laughs> just don't put anything red or pink or maroon in with whites. And the problem is, I mean, I'm, it's not 100% proven. But I'm ninety percent sure I'm colorblind, so <laughs> it doesn't help because that's some things I'm like I'm like, babe, that's that's black, and she's like, no, that's gray. I'm like, no, that's clearly black. Oh, she's dude. like, no, it's gray. I'm like, I, I don't know what you're talking about. <laughs> Did you guys remember seeing that picture of the shoe that went through social media a while back, where it was either pink or gray? Uh, shoe? I, I don't know. Like, I remember the dress were... one, like the blue and the. Oh yeah, yeah. Like left brain or right brain, it was different colors for different fucking people. Like that shit was trippy as fuck. Uh, that dress, yeah. that weird dress. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> that that one going around. That to me, it, it just it was all the five different colors. Because I'm telling you, I the other literally the other day, I asked her like we have pretty much the same type of jacket. And hers is black, hers, mine is gray. And I was like, wait, is this one mine? She's like, yours is gray. I'm like, isn't this one gray? She's like, no, that's black. I'm like, I don't I give up. I don't know. <laughs> give up, man. Give yeah. Up. So that's why I don't trust myself to do laundry. Just in, 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 in the words of an amazing band, don't stop believing, man. Don't stop believing. <laughs> I um, gave up <laughs> Yeah. Ah, uh, so... Fortnite added split screen on consoles. I know you guys probably don't play this. Uh, nope. Pretty awesome for me uh, because now my kids can actually play together on the Xbox. And they also brought back the Founders Pack at 50% off. Now, I want to touch on this because this is the only part of Fortnite that I actually enjoy. And I dare say I really enjoy it is... The Founders Pack gives you access to Save the World, which is, like, their zombie-like mode and stuff. And it is so much fun. It's, you gotta go around and collect resources, and then it's like a tower defense. You gotta build your tower, though, and then you gotta defend it from hordes of zombies. And it is a blast with me and my See, kids. That's, that's the thing. Like, playing with kids, that's what really makes things better. Like, personally, for me, with Fortnite, I played it for, like, two days. So, yeah, all right, all right, and then I, I stopped playing. I like city builders. I like shooters. I don't like them together. <laughs> so, when I'm shooting at somebody and he builds a freaking hotel, I don't want to play anymore. I'm done. <laughs> like You're sitting there shooting. Okay, motherfucker, you can build a hotel under fucking fire? 
You're That's fired. what I'm saying. I don't get it. I don't. <laughs> I don't understand it. I try. I tried to build. I built like a, a, a stick on the floor, and this mofo <laughs> has a five star hotel. Like, no, I don't want to play no more. Yep, I'm done. Fuck you. I'm out. <laughs> I'll go back to Call of Duty. There's no building that in the game. <laughs> yeah. Well, you know, when we were talking about Call of Duty a little bit earlier, um, I picked it up on PC, um, and I was telling Zero I was actually really impressed with their matchmaking. Not. I know it gets a lot of hate for other reasons, but the reason I was impressed is I play with a controller exclusively on PC. And I went into a lobby, and I started playing, and it put me in a lobby with all other controllers. Like, mm-hmm. nobody had a fucking sword and board. Like, it was me with a controller versus a bunch of other people with controllers. And every match, that's how it was. Like, that was awesome. Yeah, it's one not to realize who has what, and it tries its best to match you up with everybody who has. Because when I was in the beta, I, I don't have, have the game, but <clears throat> when I was in the beta, it did the same. It would match you up once in a while with keyboard, but for the most part, it was pretty good. Yeah, and the co-op is so fucking brutal. Like, I've yet to complete one of their co-op missions. Like, it is just <coughs> fucking brutal. I mean, it's fun. Don't get me wrong. It's it's really enjoyable. But it's it's fucking brutal. I mean, it's almost as brutal as Insurgency Sandstorm, but not as quite. Which, when that game finally comes out for you guys on Xbox or PS4 or whatever, definitely pick it up. I know. It's, it's a great fucking game. Um, and now that you have PCs, you can pick it up on PC, and then, you know, it, it's great there, too. It looks amazing. Uh, that's one I do want to try. I want to want to try that. It's just I mainly play single player because I don't really play at home much anymore. And now that I'm going to be bringing it to work, I'm going to be playing solo at my desk. Hey, dude, that sounds like a horrible job where you have to play video games at a desk. Shh. <laughs> don't take it away from me. <laughs> Gosh, you just... Your life. No. Why do you have to ruin everything for people, man? <laughs> I know. I'm such a negative Nancy. Or, or I'm like, my ex would say, an emotionless asshole. Dude, I got like 30 plus hours in The Witcher on the Switch. And I played it exclusively at work. <laughs> so, so I've never played any of The Witcher's games. Oh my god, okay. This has been the Gunslinger Podcast for the year 2019. We are ending it now. Bye. <laughs> Yeah, no, it's, like, they're on my list. They just, oh, they're like Skyrim. I want to love Skyrim. Like, I love the genre, you know, like, I love the lore of Skyrim. I love the look of Skyrim. I just can't fucking stand hack and slash games for that long. Like, I just, I don't know what it is. I just can't, like. It's so good, man. It's so good. I mean, the other thing is, I didn't even realize, but did you guys know that Elder Scrolls Online has been live for five years. Good, good for good for them. They <laughs> they're finally starting to catch up to. Oh no, they'll never be as good as WoW. Um, I actually like Elder Scrolls. Okay, yeah. I've never was a WoW person. I tr- I actually I did try. My cousin was super into it, and he tried to get me into it. I'm like, no, I don't like this. Screw this game. But. Elder Scrolls Online, I love. I, I played. Well, I went on disability. I played like a hundred plus hours in it. 
I tried to. I mean, I joined the one clan. I don't remember what it was because Kate Beckinsale voiced the one actor. So, of course, that was the one I had to go to. Like, because, I mean, who doesn't want to hate hear Kate Beckinsale's voice in their ear? I mean, that's not a lie. <laughs> I mean, mm-hmm. the, right? You do have a penis, so... <laughs> yes. Yes. Or at least, or sorry, I'm sorry. I assumed your gender. I, I believe you. Okay, may okay. Have I, I'm firm believer in there's only two genders, male and female. Hate me if you want. I don't give a shit. I'm a male. I like females. Okay, I'm oh, a straight God. white male. I know I'm like the worst person on earth right now. I'm okay with this because it is who I am. Oh God. Okay. Well, tangent <laughs> over. We have officially ended the podcast and the. Clan will fall apart any day now. Uh, yeah. Hashtag cancel culture. Cancel culture. Yes. Uh, no. Speaking of stuff that got canceled, fucking Ghost Recon Breakpoint. Oh, this is one of those games. That didn't get canceled, though. Didn't they say they were going to fix it? <laughs> yeah. They, they just they just moved the, the patch into next year. Um, it was supposed to come out like two weeks ago, but... Their game was so broken that they had to push it back to fix all the bugs in the patch that they were going to put out. Um, the only cool thing about that happening is whatever one of the bugs was, it had to do with their battle rewards, which is kind of like they have their factions. So um, as you leveled up, you got these different rewards or whatever. And because of the bugs, they decided to give everybody the rewards from Season 1 and Season 2. So you got immediately like 50 rewards for just logging into the game at some point between launch and when they gave out the battle rewards, which is kind of cool. Um, yeah, that's, that's really nice. And it was nice of them because, you know, obviously there's a bug. There's a couple that you can't get yet because they're still fucking broken. I'm assuming you won't be able to get those until at least the 1.1 um, update comes out, which is in January. Um as much as I say that, I love the game. Like, it's a lot of fun. Um, it does have some optimization issues that they seriously need to get fixed. But overall, I really enjoy the game. I mean, it's like any other game. It's got some bad points, like the stamina system and being a super special ops soldier and not being able to run down a hill without falling on your ass and sliding. Just saying... I'll just show you. From Wisconsin, no matter... <laughs> and I can run down a hill without falling on my ass. No matter so. how much super soldier like you are, gravity will always kick ass. Oh, always. It is a great equalizer. It's not the fall, it's a sudden stop at the bottom. <laughs> exactly. Shoelaces will always be the same body distance. Yeah, and it's. That's crazy, though. I mean, I want to try that game because, like, I do like the Ghost Recon games. I didn't get into, um, was it Wild Wildlands? Whatever the hell. Yes. Oh, I didn't get into that one. I, I played the beta. Recommend it. Like, I highly recommend going back and playing Wildlands from start to finish. Um, it's funny, Doc or Doctor Nagel. Um, he was never a Ghost Recon guy, like ever. Um. And I actually shot him an invite for the beta for Ghost Recon Wildlands. Um, I played 
every single one of the technical tests, the alpha, the beta, like everything for Wildlands. Like I saw it, I played it a year before it released and, you know, I watched it grow. And then uh, Doc ended up picking it up and I was the first person in the clan to 100% it. Doc was second and he's not a Ghost Recon fan at all. And he's got like 200 and some hours into the game for somebody who is a a rookie to the Ghost Recon series, like it really, and it's way better now than it, what it was then. Um, and the DLC they came out with, they had one really shitty DLC, which they tried to turn it into Grand Theft Auto, um, which was just fucking horrible. And the other one was really good. Um, so Fallen Ghost DLC, I highly recommend getting and playing through the entire story of Ghost Recon Wildlands. Um, it is a really yeah. good game. And it's, Can you play it offline at all? Like, or is it... uh, Wildlands, yes. Wildlands, you can play completely offline the entire story. Alright, I might pick it up. Cause I'm, that's what we were saying with the, you know, how it got, it got better. I heard it did get better. That's why I was contemplating, but can I really um, play at home that much anymore? Backlog, like all that. Is you cannot play offline. You have to have an online connection the entire time. Now, with that being said, offline play for Breakpoint was one of the biggest requested community changes um, after the game was put out because it is the first Ghost Recon game that you cannot play offline, and people absolutely fucking hated it. The whole reason you cannot play Breakpoint offline is because of the Destiny-style Erewhon or whatever. It's like their big community hub. Um, oh. And that's the only reason. Everything else in the game you could play completely offline. But because of that one major thing in the middle, they call it, it's Erwan or something. I always call it something else because of Frozen. Thanks, kids. Um. <laughs> <laughs> I'm an adult! Oh, God. I can't even <laughs> tell you how many times I saw that show. Like, And I know when Frozen 2 comes out on digital... I'm going to have that fucking shit memorized because that's all the kids are going to want to watch again. To be fair, that movie looks pretty good. (laughs) Okay, because I have a little girl. So (laughs) I I watch all those. I've watched a hundred. Oh, Moana? Moana? Yes, we watched that one a lot. Oh, good. I mean, I love my daughters. I really do. Um, I'm not really sure I love all the movie tastes um but i will say frozen was a really good disney movie i did enjoy it um i'm not bagging on it at all the only reason i didn't enjoy it is because i had to watch it like a million times and some (laughs) of those were back to back to back to back like a whole day of watching nothing but frozen um yeah only bad when you start humming the songs at work that's when you know you watch it too much. Let it go. <laughs> yeah, Let I'm sitting there on the train just singing it. I'm like, God damn it. <laughs> My grown ass man, and I'm sitting frozen. Like, I love, I tell you, I love Disney. I love all the like, pretty much not all the movies. I, I'm not a huge fan of Dumbo. Honestly, I, I, uh, yeah, I don't was... care for it. You, you want your kids, you want your kids to be singing some really funny shit. Introduce them to Rocky Horror. <laughs> oh. Actually, my wife loves that. <laughs> so, uh, my, no, but my... like, I, I just, when it comes to Disney, when they had the Disney Plus, the three year package, I jumped on that in a heartbeat because we're all Disney fans. 
And I'm like, Star Wars, Disney, all under one roof. Yes, please. They had a 10-year package. I would have bought that too. <laughs> but, they, uh, you know, so we, we watch all of them. And um, I'm, we're trying to get her into the, the older ones. We're going to go through the the back catalog of of Disney with Sword in the Stone and all that. Yeah, dude, yeah, you got the kids have got to see Sword in the Stone because that's I mean that is just that is the quintessential Disney movie. It is yeah, everything that is right about Disney. Yeah, that's why I want I want to get her to watch that. Oh yeah, the, plus you can go back and watch some of the classics like I mean, you know, I grew up obviously my sister is a huge uh, Disney fan, so I watched uh, The Little Mermaid, I don't know how many fucking times as a kid, and you know, Beauty and the Beast, and all those stuff, and I actually sat down and watched a couple of them with my daughters um, right after Disney Plus came out, and they aged really well, like I was shocked, you know, you watch some older movies, even play older games, and they just don't age well, Disney oh, Disney movies? exists perfectly. Lion King could yeah. came out yesterday, and it would be an amazing movie. Oh yeah, the original Lion King is is great. Uh, it still tears at the heartstrings a little bit. <laughs> yeah, uh, trust me. I, <laughs> uh, my my you know my dad had passed, so like anything with bad dads now, I can't get through Coco without freaking bawling my eyes out. Oh, <laughs> Oh, there's a so another Netflix show that just came out, uh, Six Underground. <laughs> there's a line in there about um, that movie too, about how the guy couldn't make it through the Coco without becoming a ball of tears, and that was that's me. Hilarious. I literally I was sitting there. That was I was so, bad. So you're a big six older. foot, like three huge black guy, the fro. Cause that's <laughs> <laughs> not like that, but. <laughs> You know what else other does it? The movie Sing. Oh, the, you guys saw that, but uh, yeah, that movie that movie didn't make me cry, but it was uh. There, no, you movie. see, you see, um, that my my dad was battling cancer, and um, the year he passed, that movie came out. So we went to go see it a few days before he passed, and the moment the dad escapes and then hugs his son. And You're says, done. "I'm proud of you." I was sitting in the theater, and I was just like bawling my eyes out. But I was like, "Are you okay?" I'm like, "I'm fine. I'm fine. <laughs> I'm fine. Just don't look. Yeah, just don't look at me. Don't look at me." <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Uh, that that it's like uh, when Peach Dragon, the live action version of Peach Dragon, came out. Nah, I'm good. <laughs> I, I, it, it's on Disney Plus, and I was like, uh, no, no. But that's the thing. You see, life makes you weak. It makes you weak, I tell you. Because I was, <laughs> I always was just, I was a solid. I was a rock, nothing, nothing bothered me. Movies, games, nothing. I had my little one, and the, the scene in The Last of Us at the beginning, I bawled my eyes out. And I never cried in a video game before. <laughs> oh, <laughs> yeah. There's, there's some crazy moments in video games, too, like... Yeah. Well, did you guys play Last of Us? Did you both, either one of you? Uh, I'm not a. I'm not a. I'm not a PlayStation. Okay. Player. Well, yeah. this is a spoiler. It's it's a very old game. It's a spoiler for the very beginning of the game, and you should pretty much know because 
the girl Ellie, who's you know the main star of the game, is not his daughter. His daughter they show at the beginning of the game, and she gets shot by a marine or some military guy, and she dies in his arm. And I just had my daughter when that when I saw that. Oh, dude! So I was thinking, like, why would they shoot the little girl? Wrecked. <laughs> I'm like, oh my god! I cried in a video game for the first time ever. But that that's one of those things that you know video games have really done. Um, like the God of War game too. Um, there was some boy in that too. Um, yeah, when he called him boy. Great. I mean, just great storytelling. I mean, I will say PlayStation did win the decade um, as far as exclusive games go. Uh, they had some great ones. Uh, hopefully Microsoft can has pulled their head out of their ass and decided that they're going to yeah, okay. do some of that too. Um, well, the Gears 5 story, I really, I it was, it sucked me in. Like, I was not expecting yeah, Gears 5 to, was good get sucked in like i did not i'm a huge gears of war fan like i'm probably the biggest gears of war fan um obviously in this podcast but i might be the biggest gears of war fan in gunslingers um i have thousands of hours into the games like i go back and replay the first gears of war just just because um and i did not finish the story of gears of war 4 like i never completed i still to this day have not completed the campaign for gears of war 4 the ending was sick though the ending for Gears 4, um, it, was, it was pretty good. I started Gears 5 campaign, and I was like, you know, what happened is my internet got shut off. And for whatever reason, I lost it. It was stupid, long ordeal. Uh, basically, they had to replace every piece of my line from here to the substation um, to fix my problem. So I had a month where, like, I didn't have good internet. And I ended up, I started the Gears 5 campaign. And before I knew it, it was like fucking midnight, 1 a.m., and I got to go to fucking work the next day. And, like, I couldn't believe that I just played that long in a fucking Gears campaign, and all I was doing, like, I didn't even progress the story. I was just going around doing side quests and exploring the fucking map because it was just so engrossing. And by the time I actually finished the campaign, like, I felt rewarded for playing. Like, it, it was, I enjoyed the campaign like it was a very well done campaign. It was well written, and I enjoyed the map. Like, granted, again, I'm a Gears of War fanatic, so take that with a grain of salt, if you will. But uh, yeah, I I really enjoyed the entire campaign. Well, see, here's speaking of Gears and Xbox. Here's the problem that really doesn't really get seen that much because of this whole fanboy, you know, this that whatever. Technically, Xbox did have games at the beginning of the generation. The problem is, they released all the franchises within the first year. That was it. They had nothing else after that. Yeah. So while like, Gears, I guess Gears Three was this this decade, wasn't it? Yeah. Every, everything came out all the, like Gears uh, Three and Four, pretty much came out. You know, close to the beginning of the the lifespan of the one. Yeah. And then. Um, they had Forza come out. They had a Halo come out. They had all these games come out at the beginning of the life cycle, and people forget that because PlayStation became and dominated with everything else. But at the beginning, PlayStation literally had nothing. I was a yeah. day one PlayStation four person, and there was no. They were, we had Infamous and um, Killzone. That was pretty much it. Yeah, 
when did the uh the Uncharted game come out? Uncharted Four like... came out like two three years later. <laughs> I that bought was... the PlayStation Four day one. I was excited for Uncharted Four, and they're like, "Oh, we delayed it." <laughs> I'm like, it. "Well, at least I still have played. I still have the other games." But like, I was excited. That was, Uncharted is my series on on PlayStation. I love that series, and I was super excited. And then when they delayed, I was like, "No, you got to be kidding me! I wanted it so badly." But yeah, it was supposed to come out like around launch, and it that didn't really come out on around launch. So like, every first party game from them came out like two years later and then they kind of went slowly build up build up until they blew up with god of war spider-man um oh. no neo and all those stuff so everything just took over but... what was that was it new horizons or something like that or or, or horizon zero dawn horizon zero dawn like that was one of those games that i was like oh i was really looking forward to it i would love for it to come out on P- pc because it just looks like a game that would look amazing on PC. Like I could care less if it came out on Xbox, but like <laughs> put it on fucking PC because I just know that game would ex- excel on PC. Um, well, one of the. I mean, the rest of the the exclusives I could really have cared less about. I mean, I never got into the God of War series, um, mainly because I never really played PlayStation. I think I owned a PlayStation Three for like three months. And played some Killzone and some uh, Dust 514. I think that was my favorite PlayStation 3 game was a free game you got, Dust 514. It usually happens. Apex, I played a lot of that free game. So, no, but Speaking of Horizon, though, um, I think it's going to be on PlayStation Now in January. And I'm not sure how PlayStation Now works with PC. But there might be a way to be able to play that on PC. Not 100% uh, on that. Don't quote me that. Yes, but. PlayStation Now does work on PC. Um, according to some of the YouTubers that I watch. So, so then you have a, you would delay. might have a chance of playing PS4 um, Horizon. Oh, I might I might have to dust off my PlayStation ID. <laughs> um, can I just tell you we we were talking earlier about. Uh, how much time we've spent in in certain games um i i they somebody made the mistake of putting a tracker uh, <laughs> of time wasted in destiny uh, um 1500 hours uh close actually you went over um 1,338 hours and 57 minutes, and that does not include the time that I am currently playing as we speak. Uh, playing right now? Dude, we're talking. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> uh, <laughs> so, funny is I got, I got a, over 1,000 hours into the first division, um, and yeah, that was like, that kind of became my go-to game, but I mean, Ghost Recon series are way up there and thank god they did not have time trackers when i started playing gears of war because <sighs> <laughs> i didn't want to know like i i played gears of war 3 horde mode offline for fucking hours and hours and hours and hours it was yeah my most played games were um usually call of duty uh gears of war halo those are like I played a lot because multiplayer. Once the multiplayer for these games, and I had a crew going, so I was like, I could have put them down. But 
I, yeah. Speaking of game, Xbox, though, I that Game Pass bar. Like, uh, Call of Duty Black Ops was kind of like the last real PvP game that I got into with a full crew. Um, that was actually before my uh, Gunslinger Gaming days. Um, I was in a different clan, and it was just like five or six of us, or six or seven of us, and all we did was play Domination on um, Black Ops, and it was a lot of fun. And then obviously we kind of went our separate ways, and that's kind of how I ended up looking for Gunslingers, because I wanted that again. Like, you, there's just something about running with a full crew that you know. Yeah. Only problem with Black Ops, it was to me and to any real, you know, <laughs> shooter fan, it was the worst of the series. I know everybody says it's the best. It's lies because the hit detection is god awful. Oh. <laughs> you can't play a shooter with hit detection. That's god awful. Yeah, it was it was pretty bad. I mean, it was a lot of fun with the crew and stuff like what? that. Was it still is? I played the beta of the new one. It's just as bad. I'm like, how did they not fix this thing twenty years later? Come on now. Oh, they're still using, I think, the same engine. I'm not. Even oh, it's so bad. My my <laughs> one of my friends who I used to play with all the time. Like I played with them because they wanted to play it. But I hated the series because I started with Modern Warfare. Well, actually, I started with like the original Call of Duty, but Oof. Modern Warfare was the first one I played online like that. And when that was, yeah, that's that, that, was, that I aged myself now. I know when I said no. I played the original Call of Duty. <laughs> <laughs> but like we all played the original Call of Duty. <laughs> okay, I don't feel the bad man. <laughs> but like, oh man, Modern Warfare. You shot somebody in the ear. They hit them in the ear. You you shot them between the legs. They went between the legs. Black Ops, we literally had videos of us shooting people in the foot, and it said we got a headshot. Like, yeah. what the hell is going on? Oh man, it was so bad. It was just so bad. You wanna, you wanna talk about dating yourself? All right. You ever remember playing the original Duke Nukem? The yes. Side scroller. No, I wasn't. I wasn't a Duke fan. Wasn't Duke. <laughs> so. Uh, yeah, I remember saving up. $29 to buy Wolfenstein 3D. I, yeah. Oh, bro. Stop eating <laughs> yourself. Just Seriously. It. I mean, I, I'm, not, I'm not that old. But, like, because for me, it was my oldest memory for gaming was um, I beat Super Mario Brothers when I was, like, two, three years old. Uh, I, my dad, he, uh, so my dad was the one who kind of got me into gaming. And uh, him and I built my first PC, and uh, we started in 1989, and we finished the build in 1990, and that was my first gaming PC. Um, he never ended up gaming with me on PC, but yeah, he started out in 1985 with the Nintendo. The year it came out. Kid, I, the very first gaming system I ever had, okay, Atari 2600X. No, who the old guy in the room? Bro, <laughs> the, the funny, the funny part about it is, I'm only 35. Yeah, I got two years on him. <laughs> See that? I, for me, again, it was Nintendo. But then I grew up with Nintendo, and since I love gaming, I went to both. I had Sega, Nintendo. I was all about the console games, even back then. But I dabbled in computer games. I played SWAT back in the day. 
on the computer, which was a great game. It was a shitty game, but it was a great game. <laughs> <laughs> those those are one of those you know games that you they're pretty bad, but you love them because it, it's somehow so good. Dude, I remember loving Duke Nukem 3D because you could throw dollars at the strippers and they would take <laughs> the tops off. Yes, sir. <laughs> Uh, yeah. <laughs> hey, no shame in it. No shame in it. No, no shame. Who, no shame at who, all. I mean, who I, hasn't who hasn't took the hookers and Grand Theft Auto made love and then killed them for their money back? I. It's like a rite of passage. I think my son, my son, because I haven't taught him about that yet. He doesn't know that there's hookers in Grand Theft Auto. He plays GTA oh, Five with me, but he has no idea that there's hookers in the game, and I don't think I'm going to tell him anytime soon. Maybe not probably not a good teenager. idea. No, nah. I keep that a secret. Yeah, because you don't want him going to school like my dad. My dad <laughs> showed me what hookers are, Brad. Uh, no, I actually. So he was in 4K last year, and um, we got this notice from the teacher saying about how Loki was telling stories in school and stuff like that, and we needed work on it with him about him lying and stuff like that, and how it was going to affect him and stuff. So of course, yeah, I was like, whoa, whoa, okay. So I went and talked to the teacher. And I asked the teacher what it is about. She's like, oh, yeah, he's telling us about how he plays all these games and he has his own gaming computer and stuff like that. And, and I was like, he does. Yeah, like, I would like, so where's the lie? <laughs> she's like, she'd like, stop, because, you know, he's four years old and he's talking about playing all these games that a four-year-old shouldn't be playing. And she's just like, wait, what? I go, yeah, he plays those games with me. I built him a PC so he could play games with me those aren't lies and she what had happened is she called him out in front of the whole class about lying so i made her in front of me apologize to him in front of the entire class for calling my son a liar when he wasn't lying and because it was it was just not cool like you don't tell a kid he's lying when you don't know for a fact if he's lying or not i mean yeah obviously some I, things okay, are, no, I, I went off on things. some lady like, doing that too to my daughter yeah, I, but... I got pissed. Um, I know how it is. Trust me. I mean, sure, kids do tell stories and they do tell lies, but you can't call them out on it unless you're 100% sure that it's a lie. And exactly. You know, the things he was talking about, like, it was clear. I mean, I even pulled up a video because I have footage of him playing Gears of War 4 with me. Um, and one of them, you know, but I, on YouTube, one of my on one of the videos on my YouTube channel is me playing Gears of War 4 with my son, and the title is listed as Gears of War 4 with my son. Um, I don't put his name out there or anything like that. But and this was from like when he was three years old. It was before he even went into 4K, and um, he, I mean, he started at a really young age. I what had happened is I had Gears of War 4 up. I was playing a solo horde match. Um, and I had to go to the bathroom. So I paused it and set my controller down. And my son was sitting by my chair. And he was, he'd was he been watching me play the game and stuff. And I go to the bathroom. And I come out of the bathroom. And my son is sitting in my chair with my controller. And he's playing the game. Like he had figured out how to take the game off of pause. And he had figured out how to shoot and aim down the sights. And go into cover all by himself. And... I was like, I stood there shocked and dumbfounded for a few minutes, like, uh, what the fuck is going on? 
You're my new doubles partner. <laughs> and I'm like, uh, okay. So then it was shortly after that I, I put it on the Xbox and he would play with me on the Xbox and you know, but he always wanted to play games with me and at the time Gears of War four was the only cross play game we could play. And so then I built him a PC so he could play other games with me and stuff other than just Gears of War 4 because then it didn't have to be cross-play. Um, and then, of course, when Fortnite came out, I bought the Founders Pack for me and for him. And his first experience with Fortnite is playing um, the Save the World and not the PvP. For years, I didn't even let him play the Battle Royale because um, I didn't think it was good for him. Um, Plus, you know, it's it's better to teach kids how to work together at a young age um, than how to fight one another. And yeah, I actually just had to have a conversation with my oldest daughter and her brother, which isn't my son and my son, uh, because they were playing a creative mode where they were playing basically 1v1v1v1. And I was like, look, you guys are done playing PvP. Until you guys can work together and play as a team. Like, you don't need to be fighting with each other because you're friends. Like, how many times do you see me and my friends doing 1v1 battles? You don't. Yeah. It's not something exactly. we do. We, you play as a team. Like, you work together. You figure out how yeah. to work together. And, you know, like, you and your fire team in Destiny, like... When you guys go into a raid or whatever or in a mission, like you don't have to know where the, your guys are because you've played with them for so long, you just know where Ooh. they are. I have a great story about that too. When you're done, oh, no worries, man. I mean, it's and that's like what I want them to learn. Like these guys are family, and they're they're all gamers, and it's amazing. Um, I'm so blessed that all of my kids love playing video games, and even. Um, you know, my, I don't even know what to call him. I'll just call him my stepkid. Um, and my stepkid being a huge gamer too, like, it's so great that with Discord and all the stuff that they can play in three different households together and work together. And, you know, they finally have started doing that more. And, you know, it's, it's pretty awesome. It's a great experience. And it's something that I'm glad that I could give to them. Well, I, I have a, a story about being just one with a team. There was one guy I played with all the time. Like, we we started off, he, he used to tell me, like, um, you know, you could give Baby Boy a Pokemon game. If you gave Pikachu a gun, he'd, like, dominate at that game. And, like, we played Call of Duty so much together and every other game so much together. We got so good together that we were playing a doubles match one time in Call of Duty. And my girlfriend, now wifey, at the time, you know, she called me. So I picked up and said, all right, I'm, coming, I'm, okay, I'm getting off mic for a second. She, uh, she's calling. She's like, all right. I put down the mic, talking to her, and we were on point to, like, watching each other's back and doing a perfect I we dominated the other team without having to even speak to each other. So when you break that that um story, they reminded me of that. I'm like those are the days where you just knew what the other person was doing 
without having to actually, you know, speak to them or even have to look to see where they are. You know, they're going to be where they're supposed to be. Yeah, it's a great feeling, man. What about uh, you, Zero? I know you got at least one of those. Um, you, you know, back in the day, um, when it was myself and Vader, Lowry, Z-Man, all of us, you, you know, we, we messed around, but we all had each other's backs and we knew, you know, we knew each other's play styles, like down to exactly where we would stand on a map. Like, it, it's very rare that you can find somebody who, or where you could find an entire team where you can know each other's movements on a map without even speaking in. in mm-hmm. Or a, pick up that one power weapon to give to the guy you know needs it because yeah. they're just perfect with it. Yeah. And it, it's, you know, we would, you know, and like now with bomb tank and uh, Nighthawk, I found the same the same click with them because they, you know, they are they just know, you know, they know the maps, they know the callouts, they don't have to, you know, they don't have to be told, hey, this is what you need to do. They just do it instinctively. Chemistry. So, chemistry. yeah. Right. Um, I would like to talk about Game Pass. Hey, have it, man. It's amazing. Like <laughs> 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 I, I was when it first came out. I was like, oh, that that looks cool, and then it just kind of blew up to this amazing freaking thing where I actually start second guessing whether I should buy something because I'm like, it's probably going to be on Game Pass. So, like, it, it's gotten to the point where the games on it are just so ridiculously good. And now that... I, that's one of the reasons why I got a PC, honestly, because I've been wanting one for a long time. I kept asking for it. Well, telling the wife, I want one, I want one, I want one. She's like, no, 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 no. You know, we... We're back and forth, we're back and forth. And then I see all the games on that they bring over to PC, plus they confirmed, starting I think last year and more into this year, they confirmed that every Xbox title going forward will also be on PC. So I was like, it's time, let's go. <laughs> so uh, there's gonna be no Xbox games I'm missing. Uh, play at home anymore so i can play at work bring the game pass there and i have an xbox at work now so whew, the game's on there right now besides that's how i play gears me and my my cousin played the entire campaign of gears which is on game pass just right there just you know i wanted to get it but i'm like ah, do i really want to spend 60 bucks on that i do like gears but i don't really play um Multiplayer like that anymore, but me and him wanted to play story games. So the day of launch, it was there. We jumped on. We played throughout the weekend. Beat the story. I was like, that was perfect. And going forward, Halo is going to be on it. You know, so all the games that have in 2020 
Uh, Wasteland 3 is going to be going on it. I'm kind of excited for that one. Outer Worlds is on there. Super excited for that one. So, yeah, I, I, I started that one. Yeah, oh, I started it. And from what I've played so far, it's actually freaking hilarious. Like, they do a pretty good job with the humor in it. Uh, isn't Metro Exodus on there too? Yes, Metro is on there. Almost not all games, but uh, pretty much almost every single game you can think of has either been on or is coming to Game Pass. Actually, uh, PlayStation exclusive, the Yakuza Zero, Kiwami yeah. One, and Kiwami Two—they're going to be on there next year. Final Fantasy Seven through like fifteen are all going to be on there next year. Yeah, um, Final Fantasy Seven remake. I was kind of excited for the game, and then I found out it was PS4 exclusive, and then I got bummed about it, and now I find out it's like a year exclusive to PS, and it'll eventually be on PC, so I'm kind of stoked about it, because um, I think they did the same thing, the same route they did with uh, Final Fantasy 15, which, by the way, is my first Final Fantasy game I ever played. Uh, because God, I'm sorry. Yeah. Oh, I I can't stand like the turn-based stuff or anything like that. Like I I'm I'm very much an action-oriented RPG. Like if it's um, got to be real-time fighting, or I'm not gonna play it. Um, I actually enjoyed Final Fantasy 15. Um, whether or not it was a great game or not, I enjoyed it. Um, the story was great for me. Um, and I actually loved the controls too. Like it it felt very fluid. I see the thing I have with Final Fantasy 15. I liked, it was fluid, it was very fluid. And the fighting at first, to me, was was fun, it was fluid, it was fast-paced, it was great. Problem is, it gets very repetitive. Oh, yeah, yeah. After a couple hours, and I actually didn't finish the game. I got to the ending, and I just couldn't bring myself to finish it because I just got so sick of the, the fighting. I was like, I can't do this anymore. I was like, I'll just watch the last half hour on, on YouTube or something because I just couldn't, I couldn't bring myself to fight. I was skipping side mission stuff, so I was a little underpowered. Because I just couldn't deal with the fighting anymore. Yeah, I mean, I did, but... like, every side mission I could. Um, I, like, the saddest part was when, uh, I think your name was Luna, uh, like, died. Like, I was like, are you fucking serious? Really? You fucking assholes. I hate you all. Alright, now I gotta finish the <laughs> game and find out why she died. <laughs> See, as I was just saying, you, like, you hate turn-based. For me... I like turn-based games. I don't. Well, I don't mind them. I prefer action-based games also. But the thing that turns me off on turn-based is uh, random encounters. Oh. <laughs> I, I when I was a kid, Pokemon Red and Blue. I loved them. I put so many hours into them. But like I always say to people, if I see one more goddamn Zubat. I'm going to lose my freaking mind because you would walk into a cave and you would run into 50 of them. Hmm. And that same thing with every RPG that's turn-based. You walk five se seconds to fight. You walk another five seconds, a fight. Walk another, it, it gets annoying. It should not be, that should not be a thing. You should be able to see your, the enemy. And that's why I like that when they're remaking all these old-time games, they're actually changing it so you can see the characters. Well, Agreed. Uh, that was my first foray into role-playing games was Final Fantasy VII. Actually, that's a lie. First foray into role-playing games for me was Shining Force back on the Sega Genesis. Um, so Final Fantasy VII was your first. All right, we, we got it. 
No, 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 dude. <laughs> I, I hate I hate yeah, to say this, but Shining Force is and always will be my favorite role playing game. Um, the, just the the turn based uh, the turn based action of and the chess like strategy that you have to have in a, in that game is what makes it fun for me. Um, it was actually when I got a gaming PC, uh, the first game I downloaded was the Sega Me- uh, the Sega Mega Collection that included Shining Force and Shining Force Two. Simply oh, because man. that is, you know, that that's what that's my childhood, and that's what you know really got me into the finer minutia of gaming. Uh, yeah, I can, I can definitely see that. Um, now, I will recommend as as a veteran PC guy, the one game that I recommend both you guys go and play is the original crisis it's uh, is it on game pass it is not uh, you have to buy it on steam but uh you can probably pick it up cheap uh it is one of the most iconic pc games that you can go back and play um it does need some tweaks to make it you know look good um, in this day and age, I mean, not that it looked bad. I mean, it was the benchmark for years of computer gaming. You know, the whole meme, can can it run Crisis? Um, that was a legit thing. Like, there, it would melt PCs. Um, and, you know, obviously, I modded it and put 4K textures into it and stuff like that. And I have a custom control um, action map XML file and stuff like that. And it is... A good game. I mean, the story isn't great, but the game itself is just one of those games. Like, now that you got a PC and your PC can handle it, go play it because you'll really enjoy it. And it's crazy to see that back in 2007, they had these destructible environments that looked good and, like, all the crazy different things that you can do with the nano suit. And I mean, this was in 2007, and that—that's from last decade, and it's still something that I don't feel has been repeated since. Like, Crisis 2 was a dumbed-down version. It was pretty, but you know, the nano suit was really dumbed down. Crisis 3 was better, but it still didn't hold a candle to the first nano suit. No, that that is something that I, I do have I, I'm on my list. But as of right now, <laughs> just on Game Pass alone for PC, I put on my play later list, I have State of Decay, uh, Halo Wars, Blair Witch, Metro Exodus, Phoenix Point, Gears Tactics, Age of Wonders, The Outer Worlds, Age of Empires 1 and 2, Dishonored 2, Everspace, Hearts of Iron, Kingdom Come, Rage 2, Shenmue 1 and 2, Torment, Undertale, We Happy Few, Bleeding Edge, Hotline Miami, Middle Earth, My Friend Pedro, <laughs> Ori, dude, the list is, I'm like, 
Wasteland Three, Dead Rising Four. Like, yeah. I see all the games on. I'm like, I just, I just, I can't, I can't. Yeah, you get, you're gonna have an infinite backlog, man. <laughs> and it only gets worse. And it, it gets only gets worse. That's the problem. It does. Right. Like then this freaking Steam, man. They come out with these two dollar games. You're like, of course I'm gonna get that. <laughs> oh, I'll be stupid not to add to my 150 games. <laughs> yeah, I I had to stop buying games. I mean, I'm at like 3.99 or some shit like that, and yeah, I don't even play half of them. But, uh, it is very hard to. <laughs> To once you get a backlog, it is very hard to catch up, which I think is probably why I don't play a lot of other games is because I don't want to create a backlog. Well, here's here's the problem that whole meme of you know when you're a kid, you have all the time in the world to play games but no money to buy them. As you get older, you have all the money to buy the games but no time to play them. Uh, and yep. that's the problem, because sure. you get all these games, they sit there in the wrapping for a year and a half, and you open it, you play an hour of it, and you're like, oh, that was cool. Next one. <laughs> uh, so I got to kind of cut us off. We're a little over, but uh, before we go, uh, at the end of each podcast, we do a roundtable, and uh, this one, uh, what what was your best holiday Christmas present? present? Zero? Let's start with you. Uh, I've got to say the 24-inch Spectra display that I ended up getting. Um, it has enabled me to not only be able to work from home with clarity, but it has enabled me to be able to game with some clarity on, you know, on my PC. I mean, I'd, it, I've been sitting here not only doing this podcast, but but rolling through Destiny, and I'm not having any issues at all. Um, you know, no lag, nothing. And I think it really helps, because the other display I was using was a very old, uh, very old display. And this one is just LED, it is brand spanking new, and it just, it's it's crisp. Or as the youth, as the youth would put it now, it's fucking mint. Yep, I'm fucking. Anymore? Old. We're having a fire. <laughs> oh no, it's this... lit! It's lit, man! It's oh, lit. it's lit! It's lit! Yeah. 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 <laughs> they just took fire, and they're like, "It's lit." Well, but nah, you gotta get past the the lit part. You gotta go to the fire part. It's not cool to light to lit things. It's cool to see it burn. Now, now, it, now it's cool. The it's all fire. All right, I'll, I'll catch up on my lingo. Uh, what about you, baby boy? I'm gonna let you go first because I have a. It's, it actually is kind of sad. So I'm gonna I'm gonna let you go first before I I bring down the mood. <laughs> oh, so being the single dad, I didn't really get too many um, presents this year. So one thing that I really, about well, two things. Um, I got a Fossil Sport smartwatch with Wear OS to match with my uh, phone and a pair of Skull Candy Sesh earbuds um, through wireless. Um, and it's great for me because, um, yeah, I don't get to listen to music much, but when I do, I love having good sounding earbuds. And I got to say, the Seshes sound fucking amazing. The highs are crisp. It's got decent blow ends. Um, 
they don't last as long as I'd like them to. You get about three hours of playback time, but I don't hardly ever get to listen to music for more than three hours, so that's not a huge deal. Um, the smartwatch was a huge upgrade from my last one, and I will say I recommend Fossil smartwatches. Um, I've been using it for about a week now, and the battery life is fucking amazing. Um, it constantly goes over 24 hours without needing to charge and recharges in an hour and a half, two hours uh, from zero to full. So I can't complain at all. Um, I paid for them, but they were from my kids. So thanks, kids. Appreciate it. That's how it usually goes. <laughs> okay, well, for me, um, if we're going this year, I would I would have to say but my laptop I own by myself. No, but <laughs> but actually I do like my my daughter made me um she made me something so it was it was you know personal oh. and I do like that that was that was my favorite I have to my sister broke it by accident so she has to fix it for me but I'm gonna bring that to work um hmm? she made you she made me it's like a, it's a little thing she took like a styrofoam like square and she like colored it and and put drew on it and, and stuff like that and then she put like a she took um a can or a, like a little the top of a milk container basically yep and like put that on t uh, super glue that on top and like call it that and stuff and it came out nice you know? i was like oh i like that i'm gonna put that at work with all the hundred other things you gave me that's awesome so <laughs> but so that was the, this this year but the best gift one of the, my favorite kids. I was a spoiled little kid, you know. My parents were great, and they gave me pretty much anything I wanted. Because I never asked for anything all year long. I just asked for Christmas, don't get me clothes, give me video games. So <laughs> they usually did. And even as I grew up, there was the same thing. Like, I don't want clothes, I don't want anything else, just give me games. Like, I don't want to bother myself, just give me games. And the year that um, my dad passed, it was the year right before the Switch came out. So my um my dad without me knowing, um, he had given he told my mom, um, he gave her the money to give to me after Christmas and he said, She goes, This was from your dad. He told me to tell you to specifically use it for your switch. It's for that and that only. Make sure you get that. And he wanted to make sure that that's what you get with it. So my Nintendo Switch was technically my last gift that my dad got. That's awesome, man. Yeah, so um, I dropped it today for the first time, like ever, and my heart sank in my butthole. I was super <laughs> scared, and I was like, it was still still working. Yeah, pretty much. I was like, oh my god. But I, that's one thing that I would never get rid of because even if that thing dies, it's just gonna stay around. Man. Yeah. No, I I get it, man. Totally get it. But uh, we got to wrap it up. I want to thank you guys all for listening. And uh, I want to thank you guys for joining me on this last podcast of the decade. Um, so happy holidays, happy trails, and looking forward to some more great games with you guys. Peace. See you.